Gentlemen, it is the Kid XAB. Shimana sang with God. For those celebrating, happy resurrection. You feel me? And for those who not, yo, just be with your family, man. I hope you with your family spending time eating up, catching up, having fun. Absolutely. Yeah, we actually recording on the day he has risen. That's it. Uh, Easter Sunday. That's it. For those who are celebrating Passover and Ramadan. Mm-hmm. We uh, salute you as well. Facts. A lot of y'all dedicating. A lot of y'all giving up a lot. Facts. And a lot of y'all turning over a new leaf. Like our good sister, Angela White. We will, we will, we will say her name correctly, y'all. Stop, stop playing with her, man. La, la, she can't even go through her transition properly. Still calling her Black China, man. We're going to talk about her a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right, let's start the show. Do you have an all-man moment? <sighs> Do I have an all-man moment? Not really. I mean, yes and no. And I don't even know if this is really an all-man. So, I know from time to time I have one of them all-mans where people are like, only you would do that because I don't know why the fuck you wouldn't do that because you, you just be doing shit sometimes. So <laughs> sound about right. Uh, I'm in Panda Express, which, by the way, that's becoming like my new favorite, uh, like go to store to get food. Panda Express is lit. I know that I know that I'm new to this, but I'm true to this. The walnut, um, the walnut shrimp is, uh, is bro. That is bro, that bro, that's the shit that I'm like. Where have you been all my life, you motherfucking shrimp? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, it's amazing. Anyways. Um, this was like my second or third time going in there, um, for the year. The I think the first, first, first time I went to a, um, Panda Express was like in 2018. That was a minute ago. That was when it was fresh. Yeah. It ain't as fresh as it used to be. Okay. That's the one thing. Yeah. So, and where they got it to, it's in the hood, bro. My shit is right on Jamaica Avenue. My shit is right on Jamaica Ave, dog. Oh, and I'm with everybody, nigga. We and, and all all types. So I'm, we about to get into it. So I'm in there this weekend, getting a haircut, and this young lady walks up to me. She was like, "Hi, how you doing?" I saw artwork on palm size cards. She was showing me the cards. Artwork was actually pretty good. It was like very abstract, very different. Um, I was like, okay. She was like, and I would love for you to buy one. She was like, they're only $10. I was like, yo, I like the artwork. I was like, only $10 is crazy. Bro, got to respect the hustle, right? Talking to her. She's like, yeah, 
um, if, you know, if you want to, you know, really support me today. Like, she was finding different ways to incorporate $10 after I was like, I'm about to order this food, but I like your artwork, and I'm also an artist myself. Keep me, you know what I mean? I'll keep you posted. Here's my card. Gave her the card, and I was like, maybe at some point we could link. She was like, oh, I mean, I could also uh, get something to eat as well. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy the artwork, but I don't mind buying you food. I said, I'm feeling very blessed right now. I'm feeling I'm feeling like I'm in a great mood. So I start ordering the food. And I always hate, bro, when you offer, if and ever, when you offer somebody to um, you buy them food. They always they order. Start going ham. They always order more shit than you do. They start going ham. Hey, bro, and I'm just like listening to her place her order. All I hear is large, large, large. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro. Was like, wait, you're not homeless, right? You said you were selling art. Definitely not homeless, bro. So, um, and if this young lady is listening, the way you approached me, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's some wild shit Bro bro That's some entitlement On another, bro. another level Bro It was it, it was different to me And I was like yo I'll buy the food But when they was You know ringing it up She's like yeah And I also need that to drink I was like I'm listening like I said you know what Here's what I need you to do for me now I said I definitely need you to do this for me now I said I um, I got two events coming up Because you say you in Queens You got a cell phone So you got an IG and all that I'm assuming She's like yeah I was like cool So I got these events coming up Pop up to these events If you pop up to one of these events um, Some of this artwork is going to get sold I said bring the palm size cards And all of that And I was like actually One of the spots I'm doing an event at Is an art studio They actually have art in there And the person who Runs it. She's an art. Um, she's an artist herself, and she's a program manager of that. She's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't. I don't have to spend money to not support you, but I got. An, maybe it could be an opportunity. But in that moment, I just felt like I don't know if she would have did that to a white person, bro. I'm. I'm just being honest. I. I don't know if she would have did. And she's black. I don't know if she would have did that to a white person. Ordered all that food? Yeah. Probably not. And I told her, listen, I'm doing this for you, but I need you to also pay it forward. So one of those artworks that you have in your hand, you got to give that to somebody for free. She's like, okay. I mean, it sounds like you might have been better off just getting one of them fucking cards. Because <laughs> you probably spent more than $10. I spent, on, more, I spent more than $10. On, on her food. I spent more than $10. Like I spent true. more money on her food than I did my food. She got Let's put it like that. Large, 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 uh, and uh, and a drink. Yeah, uh, uh, she was taking advantage. Yeah, so um, that was a little bit of an all man, but I do hope in that moment that she was humbled a little bit because, like you said, it kind of came off as a little bit of entitlement, especially with how she was placing this order. Nah, nah, there's something <laughs> off with that I mean, there's no way around it Like, listen 
we all been down bad at some point in our lives. Right. We've all had a scenario where it's like, yo, we ain't got it. And your man's or your family member or your friend is like, I got you. Don't worry right, about it. Don't worry about it. Right. And in that moment, you are faced with a decision. <laughs> we all are faced with a decision. There's matter of fact, there's three decisions. <laughs> Do I order less than I normally order mm, to preserve bread to make sure that my man's is not spending $25 right do I order what I normally order take (laughs) out because that's my man's and most of the time your man's will say yo make sure you get what you want that's true like don't he really your man's he gonna make sure the only words coming out make sure you get what you want make sure you good good (laughs) so you order what you really would have ordered right the shit that costs $15 or and I don't know many people that do this but and I don't want to make it a, a gender war thing, but the only people that I know that have done this in my life... Let me set up for this. <laughs> ...have been women... Hello. ...that will sit there, and I know for a fact, because I had conversations with you prior to, or I've seen you go out before... Uh-oh. ...and you don't order this amount of food or anything... Unless somebody else paying for it. But in this instance, when I'm offering or somebody's offering, now I'm seeing you order... Large, I'm seeing you order shit that you saying you trying for the first teriyaki. Why are you doing that? You don't do that. You don't even eat lobster shrimp teriyaki. You don't even know what teriyaki is. And so, I mean, I'm not saying that niggas don't do it, (laughs) but I'm just saying my experience. Right. I've only seen women take advantage. um, And I'm a nigga. So I'm sure there's women out there who have seen a nigga who sit there and be like, nah, he ordered like six, seven meals. He know he don't eat all that. But I just... From my experience, I haven't ah. seen that. I've just seen a lot of women who have been in a position where a man has offered or not even a man. Because apparently one of my homegirls went on a trip and some shit like that happened to her where her homegirls, a lot of home, a lot of girls, they say they go away. And when they go away, they learn about their friends. They learn about their friends. Hell fucking and man. they come back and not be friends. For whatever reason, there are sometimes women that go away with other women. Uh, or the friend group or whatever And they go out there broke <laughs> And they expect their homegirl to why pay you, for them Why you said it like that bro Cause they Bro we have a yeah. whole episode Called bitches be broke Yo <laughs> Oh my god Oh my god <laughs> Shit this might be part two to that But uh, I'm just saying like Niggas be having an option in front of them. Oh, my God. And if you sit there and you land on, well, this nigga's offering, so I'm going to just get everything I could possibly order without him being like, all right, my nigga, you wildin'. And you choose to do that, that I, I have a problem with that. Some, sometimes this is what I think it comes down to. If you are putting yourself in a position to be a blessing to somebody else, and they start taking advantage. It makes you question in that moment how much of a blessing you think this person should receive. Because you don't have, we don't have to do anything for anybody. None of us do. We all choose to do. Even the people that we quote unquote love and the people that we want to see do good and be well in life, we don't have to do anything for those people either. The reality is we all need to do something for ourselves if we want to make sure we are okay because being dependent and or codependent on other people especially if you know or you feel 
that they're in a position to actually help you and they don't, you're going to feel a certain way. So to avoid that, you got to always make sure that you are okay. I mean, this kind of goes back to the conversation <laughs> we had about lending money, but on a different right. level of it. Yeah. I think it's important for a lot of people to just understand where they are mm-hmm. and how they feel financially about themselves. Mm-hmm. And within that moment, sometimes you have to come to the conclusion that you can't help nobody else. Damn. You can only help yourself. You got to really look at you and and not just looking in the fucking mirror. Nigga, look in your bank account. Look in your wallet. Look in your spending. Look in your saving habits. Yeah, because if it's going to make you start... Because this is what ends up happening. You spend some money maybe you weren't intending to spend. Um, you realize this person took advantage. And now you start to, as you said, you start to question a lot of different things. Right. You start to question if you should have even did that. <laughs> you start to question if there is such a thing as positive and negative karma. If it, on this good Easter Sunday, is mm, if there is a now. God, come right? Uh, like for uh, some people, on. like some people go that deep with it. And... It, it tends to come from you probably weren't in a position where in out of the kindness of your heart, you did it. But maybe financially you weren't in a position to spare that money. Go ahead, brother Bishop. So come now on. you feel some type of way. Come on. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I think at least for me, I've been in that position several times. And I like I've been saying I had to put myself, sit myself down and say, yo, your your natural loving nature is to help people around you. Mm hmm. Help yourself though, damn. Because that's the only person right now that needs you to focus on you. Mm-hmm. Like everybody mm-hmm. else is there, they may need your help, they may not, but they're not your responsibility. Coming through these, with the word, yeah. These is grown folks. That that young woman was a grown woman. She was. She was. Whatever position she's in, and she with, was looking stylish as, bro. She was looking more stylish than me. I'm not even joking. She was looking more stylish than me. So whatever bro, position she, she was in, where. <laughs> She got to sell $10 cards. It ain't one where you had to take responsibility for her. And, again, it don't even sound like she necessarily needed you to buy her food, needed you to buy her car, none of that. She she just selling this as an extra come up. There was was one moment in touching the card. I was like, oh, I like this one. She was like, yeah, I'd really like if you bought it, too. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh. You know... (laughs) About to say a truth. He about thing. to say a truth. I know it. I know it. You can say it. Come Some on, people they they be teaching people how to hustle backwards. Yo, that's really what it comes down to, Bruh. They think they hustlers, and it's like I see through the hustle. So if I see through the hustle, you're not really hustling. It's up to me now if I want to do this or not. And I really feel like she might have thought she was attracted to her. She might have thought. Maybe, you know, she could throw a little something out there right. and you that you would respond to it. And she was pushing the buck. I think that's really where she was. Not realizing you doing this out the kindness. Right. Literally of my heart, because when it was so as I was talking to her, I never asked her for her name. Never asked her for a number. Didn't ask her for any of that. Um, I gave her my card. And then I was like, I'm going to go. And she was like, I'm going to shoot you a text. And I was like, okay. I gave you my card, though. She's like, no, I want to shoot you a text now before you leave. I was like, yeah, my number's really on the card, though, like my, my real number. And then she sent the text. And then I was like, 
thank you so much. I would like be a blessing to somebody else, and that was it. I didn't want. I really didn't want anything. I just wanted to help, even though I feel like it was a little, you know what I mean, a, a little bit much. But I, I think I still did my because she was like, um, I think indirectly she was trying to elude oh i guess if when people ask you this for like random people you do this all the time i was like no i'm just doing this because i feel like um i'm supposed to do this right this second i don't do this all the time no no and we got to talk about that too <laughs> when you're when you feel called to do something right we're gonna preach on a sunday Ooh, he said we go <laughs> we gonna preach on a sunday because I've definitely felt like that too Where it's like Yo I have no business Helping this person I don't want nothing from you Nothing I don't need nothing from you Nothing Like I told you about the time On this podcast Where I was walking down the block And This lady stopped me And she was like I really really need Like Money for food I know like you probably People probably do this all the time Da, 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 but like I'm really in need And I was like Alright cool And I was gonna give her like Five ten dollars And something just said Yo give her a hundred dollars What? I gave her a hundred dollars Wait what? No way I never heard this story You bro. did son. No I didn't bro <laughs> You was here when I told bro, the story No I was I, I would, That was not me <laughs> That was <laughs> Who the fuck was it? <laughs> I, that dude was not me. What? Yeah. So. Was oh, a, nah. You different. I gave her a hundred dollars, and she was like, "Let me suck your dick." I was like, "Wait, whoa, <laughs> wait, hold, hold the fuck up." Uh, and she was pregnant. I was like, "What, what the fuck is?" What? Ah, why am I? What, <laughs> bro? What the fuck, <laughs> bro? So I, I was tired before. I'm not tired no more. <laughs> what? So I, so I guess I gotta tell a story from your from mic the top. is hot. <laughs> your mic the, is hot. He got an A mic. Gotta tell it from the top. Um, <laughs> literally from the top for the tip. <laughs> Was going to visit one of my homegirls. Oh um and on my way, I crossed paths with this this woman. She saw me, I saw her, and I was like, fuck, we we fucking locked eyes. <laughs> so she stops and I'm like, here we go. It was intimacy at first. And she was like, Yo, I don't want to waste your time. I'm really sorry, but please hear me out, hear me out. I'm like, go ahead. She's like, yo, I'm pregnant right now. I have nowhere to live. I'm homeless. I don't have a job. I don't have anything. Um, if you could please just give me anything, like I, I will, I won't mind. If you could buy me some food right now. Da 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 da. And I was like, all right, I'll buy you some food, no problem. So I think we went to a store, or some shit like that, mm -hmm. and it was like cash only. So I was like, all right, I gotta go. To the ATM and pull out cash. This nigga never be having cash. Got enough out of cash. This nigga love his uh, car too much. So I'm like, all right. So I go to the store, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, how much money do I really want to pull out? Right. And then I was like, yo, you was between Hamilton and Andrew Jackson, right? I was like, yo, 
X. I don't know why we give this girl a hundred dollars. She says she in need. What? Pull out a hundred. Did so you? I, I pulled. I pulled out like one sixty or some shit like okay. that. Right. And I was debating the whole time. Do I give it a hundred? Do I hold on to it? So she says something, and she's going into like her past and her history. Oh and man, how she used to sell her body. It's too much time for that. Yo, it was a lot. It's too much time is passing, and her telling you, and the money, the money coming out of it. She so like, now what? I got the money already. Oh, right? Okay, we we we're. So you talking? I'm now. about to. I'm about to leave. Okay, and I'm like. Uh, I'm about to give her the money and she's like, Yeah, you know, I used to sell my body. She's like, actually, like right, right now, like I met this lady and she gave me like this phone. Um, but I gotta pay the bill on the phone and I gotta pay her rent. Damn. And she was like, the rent the lady is charging me. And she was like, I got some of the money, but I need like $35 for it. Damn. And I'm like, Damn, like you, your life is fucked up. <laughs> you down bad from you being down, down horrendous. From being down bad and yeah, horrendous. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, yo, give it a hundred. So yeah. I just, I give it a hundred, right. and she's like, oh my god, like, like yo, whatever you need, like I got you, Poppy. Like yo, whatever, like where your car at? I'm like, how you? You been what? You been what? You been staking me? Like, I was like. No, my fault. She said, where you live? Oh, And shit. I was like, <clears throat> I'm like, yo, I'm not from this area or whatever. She right, was I'm like, good. I'm not from here. She was like, okay, well, listen, you got a car or something? Because, like, I could give you some head right now. And <laughs> I was like, <sighs> it was at that moment that I was like, wait, what the fuck is he? I was like, oh, nah. nah, nah I got a question for you. Uh, be, be, be honest, bro. The answer's no. It already, the answer's no. Okay. Be, be honest. When she said that, did you dig it out? No. Absolutely not. Bro, the chick is homeless. What the fuck? Bro, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. So because somebody's homeless, they can't give head? They can't give me head, nigga. <laughs> Listen, don't make me start questioning your standards. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, we'll go to the clinic together. <laughs> Hold on, before you give me the head, let's go get this test real that quick. Shit. Hell no. Um, <laughs> nah, that ain't for me. That ain't for Yo. me. Yo, it may be for somebody, oh, but it ain't for me. Shit, especially you telling me you prostitute, you doing this, right? Doing like, that. damn, do you have shit? And you pregnant right now? And you press shit? You, like, what type of wow. low down, dirty nigga? It's going to be like, yeah, matter of fact, let's go around the corner. Suck this dick. But there are niggas out here that would have did it. I know that. I know that. <laughs> like, I, I know Suck that. Suck a nigga dick for some truck fit. For some truck fit. <laughs> for, she was like, yo. what she dead was like, yo, like, what you want? You want some head? Like, I could give you some head right now. And I was like... <sighs> I was like, nah, mama, I'm good. What, I don't, I don't need anything. What was your, what was your facial expression like? I, I'm curious. Like, what, like when she said it, did you stop and was like, what did I hear? What I just heard? I'm sure I was tweaking. like, is this? I was like, I'm getting punked. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is? Just got up. She, she's not even really processed. Or she's just waiting to hear what I got to say. I'm like, this can't be real life. And you would have went to wish, and then you would have got robbed. After some, I'm sure she would have sucked the dick, bro. <laughs> Where you, <laughs> bro? 
It just was weird. It bro. got weird, bro. Bro, it's in her. Bro, she said she used to. Bro, it, reflex, nigga. Yeah. I, if I really was like, yo, you for real? You for real? Like, and she would have been like, yeah, she would have sucked some dick that night. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just not built that way. Wow. I know there's some probably some niggas out there like yo, you gave her a hundred though. Some homeless neck. <laughs> homeless neck is crazy. I don't want it. <laughs> yo, whatever this you show sell, is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you sell it, I don't want it. Like yo, this show is. <laughs> this is this is a wild show. This is most world's most dangerous <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like for real, for real. Homeless neck. That was wild. It's insanity. Oh man. Oh fuck. So I mean, so the so the Ooh. story goes on. So oh, she man. um she offers the head. I say no. Um, she's like, no, Poppy. Like for real. Like I could give you like whatever you want. I'm like, yo, honestly, just you know, what I mean, take that and do for yourself what you need to do. Get on your feet, whatever. So she's like, okay, bet. She was like. Can I take your number um, in case, like, you know, um, you need anything? Or that I was like, matter of fact, you can take my number. Let me give you my number so that if I come across any services that can help you, I can provide them to you. Damn, this nigga, this nigga turned into black Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, thank you so much. Da, 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 da. Cool. About a week passes. Shorty calls me. She's like, hey. I'm like, hey. Wait. A few weeks and she really did hit you up? A week, a week past. She she called. Oh, me. a week past. Oh, okay. She was like, Yeah, I'm by the supermarket. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I have have fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck are you calling me for? Right. I'm thinking it's just like a support call. She was like, Um, are you in the area? I'm oh, like shit. So I already knew what was up. I was like, nah, I'm not in the area. Why what's up? She was like, Oh, I was just trying to see if you could pick me up from the supermarket and take me home after. Um because I'm gonna have bags and everything. And I said, Yeah, nah. Damn. I'm not in the area and um unable to do that for you. Damn. At that point, I was like, all right, I got, got, I got time to block this. Sir. Yeah, you, you you can't. Don't call me. Again. Yeah, your good, <laughs> good Samaritan D went bad. Hey. See, now you was better off getting ahead. No, nigga. Fuck. Shit. That homeless neck go crazy. <laughs> homeless neck is ridiculous. Um, I mean, shit. I guess that could be my all man moment since you said you never heard it before. I've n- I've never, I've never heard that story. I don't know who was hitting. You still you 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 still haven't said if she was ugly or not. So I'm assuming she was a seven. Niggas could. Why be seven. would you just assume she's a seven? <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> if I say any number below seven, it's like damn, bro. Why she got to be homeless and ugly? Uh, listen, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to none of that, bro. You keep missing the part where I say the chick was pregnant. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Have you fucked pregnant women before? No. Okay. Is that is that a a, a thing that I'm, you've done? I've, I've done that like once. Or twice All right, or we're, moving we're moving along. We're moving along. Okay. We're moving along. We got more show. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what the fuck is this nigga talking about? All right. Um. All right. 
Yeah, we're losing all our female audience here. We're going straight into <laughs> to passport bros. Have you oh. heard? Have you heard <laughs> of the, the last pa- clip? Yeah, the last clip I saw. Oh man, bro. It's it's different when women talk about passport bros. I'm like, boy, the education is different. I guess I gotta pull that clip up there. That clip. Shorty said, I mean, the white men been doing this for a while now. The brothers is just catching up. I'm like, God damn. I mean, white men have been doing but they they just wasn't unquote. calling it passport bros. It was it was a little bit more human trafficky too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A bit more sketchy, if you there have been like Dateline shows. Oh yeah, I mean about niggas who they pay the family like five k, ten k to they, shut the fuck up. They send no, they send they, they daughters over. Oh, from one of these countries, third world countries. Oh shit, for real. And that's the nigga wife. That wait, 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 ha- wait. That wait. has been happening. Wait, so that's it? Like, yo, I need 5K by X amount of time. We got it. And then I will I will take care of her. I will take care of y'all. But so, I need her to be 16. At like the dawn of the internet age. That's wild. Talking about like the 90s. Yeah, yeah. The 90s is when shit was popping. They would have some of these sites and places where literally families would be selling their daughters. But grown daughters, uh, like the 18 yeah, to 24 nah, yeah. year old daughters. Like, oh, she fresh out of college. The families would be destitute and they normally would be in like, uh, I don't want to say a third world country, but in a country that our currency, 5,000 or 10,000 would <laughs> right. change somebody's life completely. Yeah. It'll literally take them five years to probably get the equivalent of maybe like $500. So they would they would be like, yo, I'll, I'll send you... And I'm I'm lowballing it because yeah. some of it was some like twenty k, thirty k, hell yeah. And then yeah, your daughter is now my wife. And once she's my wife, that's it. Now she got papers. Mm-hmm. Now she has claim to bring the family over. She a citizen now. And that that used to be the scam. That used to be that, the, that, the that joint. That used to be the scam. And now we got the passport the bros. Passport let's, brothers. Uh, let's pull up this clip first. White men have been doing this for a long time. So I think black men are just now coming up on it. And it shows that there are a lot of people just plain sick of feminism, period, across the board. So I have no issue with black men deciding that they're sick (laughs) and tired of being sick and tired. Because what I think is that black women, they saw this happening, but they never thought it could happen to them. They continue to think you could just put anything in front of a black man. You could be fat. You can talk back. You can ridicule him, belittle him, and be condescending anytime you're upset. And he's just going to continue to be right there because where else is he going to go? Now he's showing you he's going to get his passport and he's going to look elsewhere. And it's not about uh, just color. I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, you know, you all, um, you, you suffer from colorism. A lot of these men are saying they want black women. They don't want American black oh, women, yeah, which just yeah. shows that That's if true. we course correct, as you said earlier, we might could stand a chance. But as long as you think they're crazy, I'm right, I'm not changing, you need to bow down and listen to me, then you're going to be, you know, stuck at home with your vibrator. But Damn, she uh, she she makes a valid point. The main argument that I hear from a lot of black men, I can't fuck with this black woman in America. Shit, that's what I hear that a lot. 
I can't fuck with an Americanized black woman because she feels entitled. I just think that <laughs> all of that is misogyny. Okay. I think as a veil of misogyny, you can't deal with a woman that doesn't just say and do what you want them to do. I don't think... So there's... I mean, there's mad conversations in here. Um, one... Fat. God damn. Feminism. I don't know. I mean, I've, I obviously have seen that the word is being changed over the years. But I don't know where this idea that a feminist woman means that a woman wants to be a man. I'm hearing that a lot now. Um, wants to be masculine, feminine, mm. femininity. I mean, a feminist rather is someone who wants to be uh, masculine, aggressive, combative, any of these things. But that's what a lot of people are trying to change the word to mean. Feminist has always meant and still continues to mean a woman who wants to have equal rights and is willing to fight for equal rights. It has nothing to do with this idea of wanting to replace a man or saying that they don't need a man. And that has been the new narrative is that feminists are women that feel like they can live life without the need, want, or desire of a man. They can do everything that a man can do in X, Y, and Z. But that's not what a feminist has ever meant or was supposed to be. This, And that's why I say it's tied to misogyny because I think people want it to be that extreme because then it puts a bad light on it so that women don't want to even explore what the feminist movement was and is about. So there's that conversation. Um, there's the passport bros conversation specifically about them. And then there's what you mentioned, which is um, this idea about westernized women versus mm -hmm. <laughs> women in other countries. I mean, I know some of that this part more because I come from a Caribbean background and I'm not going to say too much on it because it is fucked up, but it's true. If the average passport bro anywhere in the face of the planet goes to Jamaica, I'm going to even say this to an extent. I haven't been there that much, but just in that one moment in that time I've been there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I could see how we can get crazy. If the passport bro goes to Jamaica, you will literally get any girl you want just because you have a passport, not even because you're black. I've seen that because I was exposed to that at a young age. When I was 15, I was exposed to that. I'm 32 now. Um, if you go to Mexico, if you go to DR, and it's not to say these women are easy, because when I talk to my um, Dominican coworkers, when I talk to my Dominican friends, they tell me that same shit that you could quote unquote get away with in America if you are black and you go to um, Jamaica or any one of these other Caribbean islands is the same way they could also get away with going back home because they're now Americanized and just start bagging Dominican chicks. Because those girls, a lot of them over there, they do not have the luxury of being exposed to men that are predominantly in positions where they can actually, quote unquote, really help them be progressive. 
everybody for the most part in these countries are fucking struggling. So if one nigga make it out and he's over here and he's building and he's doing and he goes back, the probability of him just even smashing a chick out there is probably greater than if a girl who leaves DR comes out here. She might that's all she probably would be able to do until she's able to get herself solidified because I feel like it's different quote unquote different roles that happen when you're a woman and you don't have shit and when you're a man and you don't have shit. Well, I think that's where the conversation hits the root as to what's really going on. There are men who are having and this is where I think everybody's at fault. So okay. on one side of the spectrum, this hyper monetary focus that women have had on finances for years at least on the internet i won't say that this is like always real life but um we're talking about people who are growing up with the internet as their real world the internet is some of these people bibles so when you go on the internet and you see that as a 24 25 year old man you go on the internet and you see that a lot of women uh, in America are saying Especially black women If you're going on any of the sites That Particularly house the opinions of black women You see a lot of I want to be fully taken care of But I want a Gucci bag I want to go on vacation every 2-3 weeks um, All my bills should always be paid for By a man All, mm. my, all my lifestyle uh, why why would I need a man if they can't match my lifestyle? Uh, all these different things that men tend to see when they go on any of the blog sites or, again, any any post and or account that houses the opinions of, of black women in particular. And some of it might be jokes. Some of it might be over-exaggeration, but it never comes off that way because if some man, particularly a black man, challenges these things, what is being said to them? They're broke. They're this. They're that. Da da da. da. So I think that there's that aspect of it. I think on the opposite end of it, men want something that's easy. I know you said it's not easy, but that's basically what you're saying is you can't match the challenge of what Westernized women are saying that you have to meet in terms of finances or in terms of how you act or in terms of what you do. And so you're going to a country where your dollar stretches. Right. Can't get mad at that to some extent because shit, that sounds like a financial like if if you can't get the Gucci, you get the Wish version. Niggas go <laughs> go to go to Wish and it looks similar, it feels similar. It's just a lot cheaper. It's de- it's definitely going to feel similar, look similar. You really got to look, but Definitely gonna feel similar. Gucci and Wucci is two different things. <clears throat> but like, if if you can get, if you can get a quote unquote baddie, which a lot of these countries are filled with women that a lot of men desire. Like, you go to Jamaica, you go to Barbados. You go, yeah, you, they are desirable. That I, and what's crazy is, I think the desire, unfortunately. And within the misogyny is, you know that when you go to some of these countries, specifically Jamaica, because I've been there the most and I've learned in terms of like from 15 to 32 now, like 
I, if I really wanted to, I could always go back and be on Demon Time. I choose not to because it could get crazy. You could end up getting killed for just fucking the wrong nigga girl. It can get crazy. But um, I would not advise nobody to do that. <laughs> nobody. Um, but and then some of these women will set you up, like for real, for real. Um, anyways, your dollar can change a girl's life out there, like on some real shit. It can, it could change. She will look at you like God. And anything you tell her to do, she will do it. I mean, your dollar does a whole lot more. It's crazy, so. You know, that's just the reality. And so, yeah, the women in America may not be impressed by you no. because you have a you have an average job with an average salary. Mm-hmm. And they probably getting more money, too. And you aren't attracting the type of women that you desire because they're attracted to someone who might have a higher income and a higher profile in terms of, of lifestyle that they're projecting. So... You're not attracting them. But when you go to a country where $10 can buy you the bar, yo, you look like a whole different type of nigga. $100 could buy you the mansion, and $1,000 could probably buy you the block for the week. Right. Like, legit. Right. That's nothing to you, but to those folks, they looking like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get with that. And their family is going to bless that, too. Years ago, I heard one of my coworkers at a job I was at, he told me straight up, him and his boys rented out a mansion. In Colombia, and all they spent were six hundred dollars, six hundred um United States dollars. I was like, wow. He said, I said, how long you was out there? He was like, a week. He was like, we had a party every night. I was like, oh shit. Probably. And he was Spanish. Probably smashing and. Nah, nah. He said he was. He said they was partying. They was smashing. They was they was getting access to go to certain spots that the average nigga couldn't go to if you didn't have money. Yeah. So the misogyny that I'm. Feeling is in that conversation um, has a lot to do with that idea of not liking being challenged by Western women, and so going to cultures um, where they're destitute for money, in right. a sense, and then because of that, using that as leverage. Um, but what a pass a passport bro would say. Um, is oh, it's not about them needing less money. It's more about the values that are attached to these women, which they would name to be submissive. Um, don't talk back. Are raised to cook and clean, and have that be their primary thing or raise to want to nurture um, kids and Western women are being taught to not value those things as much. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but what are your thoughts? I think personally that men who look for women that they generally just want to build with and build a bond with, they don't want to feel like there's a big stigma attached to money. And that is basically like, that is the catalyst for even being a passport bro. Because first of all, getting a passport, if you don't have one, that costs money. Um, n- number two, traveling, that costs money. And then number three, traveling back and or staying where you at. You would need to know if you want to be with that that woman that you flying out to in her country or if you're going to help her get her paperwork and fly her back to your country. Right. And in a short period of time. In a short period of time. Because 
I there's two dudes that I've seen I've seen on YouTube. I don't follow them, but I was watching this other dude's YouTube channel. One dude, black dude, he's from Africa. Well, his family's from Africa, and he's from here. He flew to I think Taiwan or one of these places, and he was talking to the girl online for like two months, and he made a decision to go out there and uh like meet her and when he met her he said the whole family greeted him like he already was married to her and i was like oh shit the way that i feel like the the women that he was dealing with over there well that particular woman and like other men when they go to different places those women they don't care about what you have essentially in terms of like money status if you like them and they like you and immediately if you already on that type of i want to get married they become submissive immediately so it's it's not it's like those men don't have to do much i don't know if i agree with it in the sense of they just like you they know you already are worth more than anything right or most of the men that they're coming across if well in their country yeah yeah so by default you winning off that by default, if you are an average American, by default, your chances are higher. They're looking at you as like, all right, you have enough to sustain me and my family. You have enough to give me where I'm not even asking you. I'm not even begging you. Even if you send $100 to my family a month. That's you, doing way more than the niggas I'm talking to here. Yeah, you're dramatically changing our lifestyle. So I don't know if it, it comes okay. off, it may come off that way because... You don't have to do as much. It's like um, when you go to, to visit Europe and the dollar is worth less than the euro. So you got to do more. Got to do a little more. Right. And you're still getting less. Still getting less. So I think that is kind of the correlation is in America, um, the value of an average doing what is considered average um, is not going to get you the woman that you think maybe you deserve because the quote unquote top tier women are naturally looking for men who have more than average money, right? Can provide a more than average lifestyle. Right. Now the problem is in uh, what are the standards that we're talking about? What's the standard of a top tier man and what's the standard of a top tier woman? I feel like you know what I mean? R.I.P. to the GOAT, Kevin Samuels. A part of what she said when she said, because, you know, these men don't want you looking fat. <laughs> when she said fat and now bringing it back to, quote unquote, the standard, I think the standard is based on a look, but I think the standard should really be focused on a mindset. But I think off rip, the standard is uh, more focused on a look. How does this person look? And then how does this person look when I'm with this person? I think that's where the game is fucked up. The game is Especially fucked up. Especially for men. Oh, hell yeah. Because men, the value is very superficial. If yeah. she look good on if my arm. If she look good on my arm, that's my bitch. And then it goes into, um, I want her to cook and clean. And, and, I don't, and, yo, I know that comes up a lot, but I don't think a lot of men are really focused on if they woman can cook. I know that they're... Let me not say that. I know there are a lot of men that are focused on that. Right. I don't think the average man cares as much about... I want my woman to go to work, come home, be solely responsible for cooking and cleaning and rearing the children. If that is somebody's mindset, they fucked up. They're definitely fucked up. Uh, they I, got it fucked up. I think I think your woman should cook for you if she wants to cook for you. Right. That's how I per that's how I personally feel. And I think you should cook for her if you want right. to cook for her. Some niggas might say it's cap. 
it's not cap because I be t- I tell this to my mom and I'm like ma every night you don't have to cook or if you don't feel like it um I'm not the I'm not the greatest motherfucker cooking but I'll try to do something or yo if you in the mood for a different type of food I could just order the shit on my Uber Eats right but the reality is motherfucker we gonna eat <laughs> so when you in a relationship with somebody I don't think either either person should be. Like damn, like this person better be cooking for me now that I'm with them. Like I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm doing all of this other stuff. They got to cook for me. like nah, like and like to be honest, my nigga, if you really, if you really talking about some, she got cook for me, nigga. You learn how to cook. But that's where I agree. Go when, on YouTube and, and and pick up some courses for free, nigga. When <laughs> when women say, okay, if you want me to do that, then yeah, you got to be bringing in the full bag. Whatever the fuck you want her to do, she going to need you to do something. Yeah, you got to bring in the full bag now. You have to make sure that you are sustaining her as she's at home cooking, cleaning, and taking care of kids. If that's really what you're focused on her doing, then you you have to provide. Patriot, FaceTime video. Go get that bag. Bag. Go get that bag. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold on, y'all. Oh, they stopped calling. All right, bet. Um, <laughs> I think it's real. I see on the show. Um, Put them on air. Facts. Um, but yeah, so that is the only time I like really agree with 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 that. Other than that, I feel like that standard, which is starting to become broad and even considered something you should do in a relationship and this, that, and the third. That's where men start to feel turned off from the dating experience because it's like, yo, my bag should not be the reason you like me or not, right? What how much money I make should not be the first thing that tells you if you're gonna fuck with me the long way or not. That is true, but I think that's why men be upset sometimes. Like, I'm not gonna say her name, but you and I have a mutual friend um that we met years ago and um I used to be a promoter for a show right off Jamaica Avenue and we all used to try to go, used to be on Tuesdays. And this friend that we have, I met her initially when I was doing something at uh, Mega Evers College, and then we all just kind of became friends. Long story short, she hit me up yesterday, and not a, not a hey, good afternoon, not none of that. Hit me up like, yo, are, are you in Brooklyn or aren't you in Brooklyn? And I was like, what you mean? I um, immediately, because this is how my brain works, I immediately was like, okay, you're here for spring break. Your kids are probably not with you, and you want to be outside and have fun and probably connect with people. I was like, uh, I'm at work, but uh, I'm definitely not from or in Brooklyn, but I could be in Brooklyn, obviously. And then she was like, all right. And I was like, but I'm from Queens, so if you got something going on, going. she's like, yeah, I'm going to be in Queens tomorrow, which is now today. And when I saw that text, it, it, it just told me, oh, you just trying to be out here and like have fun on my dime. Nah, I'm good. I ain't see you. And uh, we, not, we, we don't even have that type of rapport, but I'll see you, friend. Yeah. I, think, I, I, I think really and truly – Money for most women on this side of the world sets the precedence of how they're going to interact with some with somebody. Fuck a personality. Fuck if he cute. All of that is being like thought about as she's in the process of trying to figure out what can I do to get um, this person to spend more money and me spend less or me spend no money. It's crazy because I don't know if I sent it to you, but there's a clip floating around now with a dude who's saying he's from Houston and he went, bought like a section. He was giving out um, 
giving out drinks. I saw that. He, he but he said he was doing an experiment, right? Now, I don't know if he said that. Let me see okay. if I can find it. I, yeah, I saw that and I was like, interesting. It low key made me feel like I, I should just go to a random city and, and, and see what happens. He was like, yo, he spent mad bread. I'm um, sure he did. And then afterwards, this shorty he was dealing with came to him and or went and bought a drink. Right. And they gave him the bill. And he oh. was like, what? He was like, what's this? And she was like, oh, the bill for a drink. He was like, but. We got we have liquor in the car. I just spent mad bread on liquor. Why the fuck would you go and buy another drink and then want me to pay for it? And he was like, "Nah, I walked away from her." I think yeah, I I think I saw that. Let me see if I could I could pull it up. But uh, you know what that is? That's entitlement, brother. Oh, yeah, that that's that's entitlement. I find stuff like that to be interesting. That's selfish. Because yeah, like don't what are you? What exactly? Don't matter how much money a nigga spent, I need him to spend more. Right. That's that's inconsiderate to the idea of like, yo, I'm not spending money. He's I'm not spending, spending money. any money, right? So within him spending money, maybe I should be a little bit considerate about like, all right, he already spent money on bottles. They got liquor already. Do I really need to do this or am I now kind of flexing on him? And that's how, that's how he looked at it. He was like, yo, I feel like she was trying to make me look stupid. Like she was trying to play me in my face. Um, damn, I don't think I got this clip. Um, this is Michael B. Jordan. Damn. But yeah, that's what he basically said. He said he felt like she was playing in his face and trying to. Make him look dumb. Um, she she proving my point. I'll pay for it. How much is it? I just cashed after you. Those are the things that she that make her feel appreciated as a woman, bro. Yeah, like things like bro, that is weird like to me. That son. Is weird. It's weird. How is money being used as a flex to make you be more into me? Are you serious? So when I don't have the money, that brings the value the, of the, the relationship. Of the, the, of the what? You don't fuck with me, like like I always think about that. Like yo, okay, so what happens if, I, if niggas do that to women? It's trash. If I am down, does that mean like I'm less attractive to you in that moment yeah. in time? Yeah. It's 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 weird. It's it's weird because I don't I don't know how that correlates. I don't know how that translates. And then like I seen I seen somebody that I used to talk to that that I uh not not used to talk to me. Let me rephrase that. Somebody that I used to be with that you know and she posted up something today and, and it went along the lines of dressing all black for my exes. Never getting me back. And I posted under the comments. I said, oh, great. Yeah, I saw that. And and I and I wrote great outfit. That's an outfit on 10. Thanks, hon. I'm like, yo, when are you gonna stop? <laughs> like, seriously, like, when the fuck are you gonna grow up? <laughs> every fucking, like, not even every day, like maybe every week or every other week, you posting some like shot shit. Like, could be perceived as general, but it's like why are you so toxic? <laughs> like, why are you like this? You don't have to post like this. Are you really happy? Are you really? Have you really moved on? Like, for real? God damn. I, I think we all know the answer. 
most of the time when people are posting like that, they haven't moved on. Bro, it's about to be two years. It's about to be two years. Now, I don't know if it's specific to you. No, or I don't just think it's about me, but I'm a part in, of the X bracket, yeah, nigga. Right, right. I'm right, in that, but right. I'm in the soup, nigga. Right, right. You in there. The broth bad. You definitely in there. You can't, <laughs> you can't discredit right, it. You can't, can't take you right. out of it. The fuck? Yeah. So, me. I'm, Meanwhile, mom's is like, oh, yeah, she always, every once in a while, says you were the greatest. I want to say Ma's cap. <laughs> and put a block on that motherfucker, please. That's a fact. Put a block on that motherfucker. God damn. Get this shit out my face. Like, what? It's not what it used to be. No. It's not that. Damn, son. Um, But, yeah, I, I me personally, I, mm. I naturally... I, I understand on one end, and then this was where I guess the conversation we could wrap this up too. Right. Um, what I don't fuck with about this passport bro culture that's being built is don't yeah. disparage the black women that you've grown up with to kind of make light of your new lifestyle. Right. If I don't, I'm not mad at nobody that feels like if that's the route they want to go, they want to go to these countries. Where people barely speak English and taking a risk. And, you know, that's how they want to find their wives because they want a baddie. I mean, there is a little bit there in terms of like what you maybe quote unquote think you deserve versus what uh, you are really eligible to get and you trying to, I guess, trip the system. Well, I don't know. It gets a little, it gets very convoluted. So it's a deeper conversation. But if that's what you want to do, I'm not mad at you. Right. Dude, that's your money. That's your preference. Nigga, that's, it's your life. It's your life. So the, that's what it boils down to, nigga. It's your life. I just don't like that they then say things like the Western black woman or the Western woman is, um, un, they're not salvageable. You can't be with them. They're all this. They're all that. Da, da, da. No, that's who you decided to go after. Right. And they don't. And or those, and or those are some of your experiences with certain black women, but not all black women, right? Because we got some amazing black women that literally will. You don't need to take a flight. You might need to hop in an Uber, but you don't need to take no flight. She right there in Brooklyn, nigga. Brown, she might girl. pay for the Uber for you, nigga. She did pay for the Uber for me. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, like one of those. That's a fact. That they, they exists, but they sometimes, outside. sometimes. You looking for Kim Kardashian You're not Who's be. used to a certain lifestyle right. And you can't be upset you And you be. want her to pay for your Uber but Nigga are you Now nah, that's hustling backwards you, you you a fucking idiot She never gonna She's pay She's not for gonna that. do that she, un- the, the culture here does not allow for that Sorry. Unless Unless she know That you got the bag like that And she don't mind it Cause she like Alright I'm gonna pay for this $200 Or you know uh, $300 you know Trip to come see me You know um, cause right now, you know, I'm with family, you know, celebrating holiday in Philly and I know he's in New York, so I'm gonna pay for this little 300 so he can come see him. But next week when we go to the Gucci store, I want, I want to get a $3,000 purse. Right. Cause I know he got it. Right. Now at the end of the day, I think it just comes down to reciprocity, Yeah. which I think we're going to talk about a little bit later. So I ain't going to yeah. go too much into it. Um, Monique brought up in a comedy, it looked like a little comedy show, um, that she brought up to her husband one time that she wanted to have an experience with a woman, a sexual experience with a woman. I definitely got that clip. So um, I guess I'll I'll play that first. I don't know, man. And 
I don't know. I'm serious. I don't know. If we can have some reactions to I this. I don't know anymore about her. I have a question based <laughs> off of this. And I think it's a serious. I think niggas need to stop dancing around it. And niggas need to start asking this question. Niggas got to stop tap dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> niggas need to start asking this real question about Monique oh, oh, moving forward. Oh so my God. Here she go. I said, Daddy, I want to be with another woman sexually. And he looked at me so beautifully and so patient and so loving and said, Wow. I'm assuming it's a joke. His, yeah, but if he really did reply like that, that is the writing telling itself on the wall. I'm go- We're gonna go. We're gonna go with it's a joke for twenty five hundred. All right, but is Monique okay? Monique is not okay. We have to we have to ask the real question at this point. <laughs> Nobody ever asked that. I Nobody's like, asking that. Nobody. I don't think they generally like, yo, Monique, are you actually okay? And like they close their eyes, they took a like, Monique, I'm asking you one question, baby girl. <sighs> just one. You know, just one. Just are one. you mentally sound these days? Because if you're not, you need to take a break. From what you love, and that's acting. You need to stay out the limelight for at least a year and a half. Go to another country. You got money. Go get Zen the fuck out. Go Listen, get Zen out. All of these issues she be having with folk. Be herself. And the the things that have been coming out lately, in terms of first it was like a threesome. She said she wanted to talk about. Then it was like now it's you know I want to be with a woman sexually. This shit all stemmed from Lee Daniels when she had the problem with Lee Daniels. Then Oprah. Unless they spiked her drink, I don't. <laughs> Nigga says spiked her drink. I think deep down inside, Monique hasn't been happy for a long time. Oh, that's a fact. And it's now it's starting to come out, and she's she. I don't. I hope she doesn't have it. But if she does, I hope it's a bit contained because her situation was crazy. I hope she has a somewhat of a Britney Spears uh, breakthrough because Britney's situation was wild when Britney was wilding. Oh, well, Britney. Nobody has ever had that. Britney's still wilding right now. Britney. So. Britney's still wilding, but Britney ain't shave her head again. If she shave her head again, then I know she's wild. <laughs> Nigga, remember that? We was yo. We was just teenagers when Britney was wilding or off the hinge, my guy. God damn. Shout out to LSU, um, Shout out winning, to LSU. winning the, the championship. Just because of Miss Anne. Miss Anne. I'm following her now just off that. Oh, I, yeah, me too. I'm a little toxic, but yeah. Yeah, Miss Reese. I'm definitely following I'm definitely her following off of the win. Just, just, just off that, and and now I got to watch more basketball games. Yeah, and, and uh, you got Caitlin, um, Caitlin Clark, I think is her name, and you got Angel Reese. Those right. are the two that are being spoken about. I mean, I'm I'm only coming for Angel. I'm only coming for that. Angel um, has been talking spicy, very spicy. But when I went to her pace the other day, um, brother, she been talking like like she she's like she is. This is not a fluke. She's this a her. competitor. She she's she's a competitor, and you know a lot of what was brought up with these incidents that happened. Like in the beginning of last week So it might be old news to some people now But a lot of 
what has been springing up is is how racist, yes, America still is. We know that, but also how misogynistic. We love to talk about when LeBron and and Curry and Klay Thompson, Dame, all of these other basketball players when they get spicy just right now not too long ago there I, ju- was I just seen the clip golden state i just seen it i saw one of um gobert he was fighting a teammate oh, and it shit. was highlighted oh, now shit. these girls didn't even do nothing nowhere near that they, didn't, not even, they didn't even other. physically touch each other no and it was a bunch of oh this is disgusting this is ta- this is tasteless classless what's so crazy is the culture fucked up because i've seen more men attack them and more men talk about this issue than I've actually seen women who are on sport platforms talk about it. So to me, that's kind of concerning. Yeah. Nigga, mind your fucking business. And, and, and y'all else. are the ones claiming that this isn't this and this isn't that. Like you said, the women haven't really mentioned they Haven't really that. mentioned the shit because I feel like women who are competitors, they understand, nigga, it's the same thing. I think the problem is... Being a competitor, quote unquote, or being a real basketball player is associated with being a man. And mm. we gotta break that fucking stigma. We gotta we gotta destroy and debunk those narratives and really get back to the essence of the sport. And we also know women in the W and I've I've read I've read last year I was reading them more, but I did read a lot of articles on women coaches and women who were basketball players and then they become coaches. And it was like, yo, women in the WNBA do not get the proper funding and the backing from the NBA. Nah, she's they a, do not get it. Angel Reese said something like that today. She, they were asking, you know, if she was in a rush to get to the WNBA and she was like, nah, I make more as a college student. When she said that, a, a few niggas took it out of context, but it's like, bro, that's like Zion Williamson before he, like that nigga was on slam when he was 16. So, like, he was getting endorsements. He was getting offers. Yo, all and more power to her and any other um, woman in the NBA who is getting to that bag outside of the the WNBA. Because if you ain't getting nowhere, because a lot of them are not. If y'all not getting nowhere near what these male players are getting in the NBA, motherfucker, you better be doing commercials. You better be getting uh, sneaker deals. You better, whatever the fuck it take to make this shit make sense until it starts to make sense. And then we, you know, we can finally be in that day and age where there's an equal opportunity employer between the WNBA and the NBA because women ain't getting their fair share. And I really do watch women basketball for the highlights. I don't, you know, really watch it like that. But when I'm watching it online and shit, I'm like, yo, they not can only ball. They got, Charisma. Um, a lot of them do a lot of uh, philanthropy work outside of uh, the WNBA, and a lot of them do have families. And it's like, do y'all not want them to make just as much money as they could? They playing the same game. It's just a different sex. Got to get it the fuck together. I'm just happy to see this the the sport elevated, the yeah. women's basketball elevated, women being more vocal. Uh, they got a they got more views than certain finals. They got more views. Than um, certain, I think, uh, Super Bowls. They got more views than a lot oh, of wow. different sports. So I'm glad to see that this um, women's basketball is being elevated. And I'm excited to see how the league capitalizes on it. And that's always been the argument is it's not interesting enough. It's not uh, going to pull in ad dollars. And that's the reason why we aren't able to pay them the same way we pay the men. But now y'all got the spotlight on women's basketball. 
How do y'all elevate it now to a point where people are going to ride this wave and you can get these women paid way more? Some of them making $30,000 a year. Yeah, Brian, I know. And I'm like, how? It's insane to me, bro. Meanwhile, these niggas on the other side. It's 30 mil a year. Facts. Off rip, like oh, start and sign it. Oh yeah, the bon- the bon- the bonus is fifty, but you're actually really getting three mil. What? All right, so you had um, you had sent in the chat an interesting quote from Kanye West. So let me pull this up. Kanye too make you feel uncomfortable at first you know and the most fake people their job is talking and making people feel comfortable realist people are gonna make um so yeah what what did you get from that that um you sent it over um everybody's a good salesman until it's time to actually show the product and the services Mm. I think, I mean, just because I'm taking who said it into context, I feel like that is a defense for not being able to deliver your message tactfully. Mm. So by saying I'm a real per, like I'm real, like you're getting it not, it's not necessarily false, but I'm real. So when I say things and people are uncomfortable about what I say, it doesn't take accountability onto himself. It pushes it onto everybody else to say, you're uncomfortable because I'm being real. Instead of it being like, no, I'm uncomfortable because what you're saying wasn't articulated in a way that would either A, make sense to the audience, or B, placed in a way that's actually letting your point or the information that you're trying to bring across land um, in a way that others can accept. So that's kind of what I got from it. Not, and I get, yes, it's not false, right? Like I do feel like people who are actually being their authentic self can rub others the wrong way. And if you're being real, sometimes it's like, well, this is who I am and you got to accept that. But I don't necessarily equate fakeness directly to okay well if people know how to talk and if people know how to communicate properly they're fake there's a void in between that though there's something that you can kind of say in 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 terms of like the blanketed statement itself makes some form of sense um because if you make everything sound like roses like you said um you're you're probably selling a dirty pig Right. Um let's see. Bob Lee. So Cash App owner gets stabbed uh and succumbs to his injuries and passes away. RIP to Bob Lee. Um Yeah. Um, how you how you feel about? It? I mean, everybody's trying conspiracy. to turn it into a conspiracy. Conspiracy. As soon as 
I it was it was actually like two or three days. As soon as Mans gets killed, I see a new rollout called Fed Now. First, I thought it was a joke, and what's funny is I heard about Fed Now the day before he was killed. So I'm in my FLSD class to become a fire and safety director, and my instructor was telling the dude he never heard of Fed Now. He think it's a joke. He think it's a scam. And the student was like, nah, like, it's, it's this real thing. Like, it's the government rolling the shit out. Like, they're trying to not uh, uh, have us use money as much. He was like, nah, I didn't hear about that. The next day, this this dude is stabbed. I was like, niggas don't like Cash App. Then I was told from somebody that the reason why, quote, unquote, they're trying to do this is because they want to get rid of Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, because they really want to monitor people's bread. Now, in general, I feel like if you making too much, if you making too much money, and some government agency or you know somebody that's in control of money policies and or somebody that's like in the field of like fraud and money laundering, they're gonna be on to you. And the only way to not let then be on to you is all of this quote unquote money you making, you gotta put this shit in like separate accounts or like do certain shit with it. But if it's looking like a suspect, or if it's looking like it's quote unquote breaking the law, then you're gonna have problems. You're gonna end up in some PPE shit. <laughs> you don't wanna be in that situation. I actually feel like all of this happening proves the opposite of it not being a conspiracy. So for one, Bob Lee hasn't had anything to do with Cash App for a minute. He's a co-founder, but not involved in the day-to-day operations okay. of Cash App. Um, also, for all of the shadow movements that the government would do, why would they do something so easy to put one and one or two and two together in terms of this man gets stabbed and then the day after they announce they shit? That um, and... Again, the the blogs are the ones that kind of say day after Cash App. So that that forces your brain to make a conclusion that does isn't necessarily there. Like Cash App owner passes and Fed now is now that's not news. That is blogging. That is forcing an opinion on people. And a lot of people are a lot of the blog sites are doing that to to force you to make that correlation. Um in terms of Fed now itself, I'm not too keen on the idea. Um, I'm not too keen on them. So, just like Easy Pass, it feels forced. Me yeah. personally, I don't. I'm not a conformist. I'm gonna just put that. I'm not a. It's hard for me to feel like I'm. I'm starting to live in a world where we're running out of options. We're running out of ways to live how we want to live because the government that controls the money in which and how we live and how we're able to do things is telling us these options you had before, you're not going to have these options in a few years. So we ain't even about to have Social Security out this motherfucker. So shit not looking good. Yeah, I mean, it says it's moving towards a cashless option um, of money, but... With that, there are just so many 
Just like with AI and niggas said, oh, wait, we got to halt that shit. I think there are too many questions in terms of what happens when there isn't a, an actual tangible physical thing. And how does this money transaction go? Granted, it is inevitable because after a while, it's not even going to make sense to have physical cash. Right. You're going to, you know, the way it's been moving, it was the first uh, a debit card. You had to swipe the card, put your PIN number in. Then it became you had to tap your card, put your PIN number in. Now it's simply becoming... Tapping in general, whether it's your card or your phone, you don't even have to put your pin number in in most cases now. Um, but not to cut you, brother, but I think the problem is too is that because of how we're moving and because of how fast we're moving, for some people, it's you know, we're moving fast, bro. Some people are going to get left behind, and I understand that as a society, as a race, as a people. That we have to grow, we have to evolve. You know, things are constantly being updated. People are constantly learning different ways to live within the habitats in which they, you know, you know, cohabitating with others. There's people that are going to miss this by a large margin, and we're gonna be failing them and just pushing them along through the system, like how young people are not getting the curriculum properly in school and they're just getting passed on to the next grade. Well, that's what I'm saying in terms of their are a lot of questions out there in terms of how to do this successfully where you don't run into bigger issues. If there's no card, if there's no money, if there's no anything, who is monitoring your bank account in a way that's necessary that one day you don't wake up and it just says zero dollars. And Even though the night before, when you went to bed, it said fifty thousand dollars, and that, and and that's why personally, that's why a lot of niggas don't trust banks, because that is one of their biggest fear. When I first about to say some real shit, when I first opened up a bank account, I was scared as fuck. My mom told me, "You seventeen years old, you need to get a bank card." I said, "Okay, what is that?" She said. You know, the card I be using sometimes and, you know, we go to McDonald's and stuff and I'm swiping it. Get, I'm like, yeah, she like, yeah, that that's a that's a card I got from a bank. It's called a debit card. I was like, what do I have to do? Do I got to pay for it? She was like, no, but you need to bring documents, bring your passport or if you have your ID, bring it and bring your social security card. Mm-hmm. And then I opened up a crossover staple of all great uh, college account with uh, Citibank and the rest was history. But. In doing that, I was nervous because I had that fear of going to bed, putting money in the bank, and waking up and the money's gone. Right. Now, granted, it is not something that happens, and if it does happen, um, is always rectified. FDIC, but still, bro. (laughs) But, yeah, on a broad, grander scale, if everything is just a digital format who's to say the digital world gets corrupted if you get into conspiracy land who's to say that you don't wake up one morning and the government doesn't or let's say you're you're accused of committing a crime and the government says okay well we're gonna freeze everything so that they can't run they can't hide they can't go anywhere maybe that's where they headed fed now your money is digital your your money is in fed now and yeah, your shit frozen now. So, 
oh, you thought you were going to leave the state, but you can't. But you didn't even you didn't even do the crime you're accused of. And now one day you wake up, you go into the grocery store, you're trying to buy some milk. Or what if you just what if the government starts to accuse like the government itself has is becoming scary. And we'll talk about that when we get to politics. But the government itself is becoming scary. What happens if the government wakes up one day and says, all right, this is how shit going to run now. Your money ain't your money no more. I told somebody today at my job, and I was being dead ass. This lady was picking up a package, and I don't think all of the packages came. Only one of them came. And the way she was talking to me about eat, like, so we started talking about Easter. That it was, so it was giving her a package. We were talking about Easter. And I'm telling her, oh, yeah, today is Easter, but, you know, tomorrow, um, I don't know if it's going to be in New York, actually, but tomorrow in some places, Easter will be observed and, you know, parking is going to be suspended. And she was like, okay. She like, because where I'm from right now, everywhere is open. She said, some places right here is closed. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of usually how it works, especially on a Sunday. I said, like, tomorrow, if it's observed, the bank will, will definitely be closed. I was like, that's for sure. The bank will be closed. And certain stores or certain businesses are going to be run on a different type of schedule. And then she was like, okay. And then I was like, but it's okay because that's just how it is. And she's like, yeah, that's just how it is. It's never going to change. I was like, until they die. She was like, until they die. I was like, yeah, it's going to change until they die. And then somebody else is going to make up a new law. And then somebody else is going to bring a new policy. And that's just how the shit goes. I said, because there's so many people that have died that was running the show wars, you know, saying this is what's going to be observed when and this is when this place is going to be closed and this is a federal holiday. And this, I said, it's all based on how people feel about what they want to enact. And that's just how it's, that's just how it's going to go. And she's like, yeah, I can't live like that. I said, oh, so you got to be like a free minor. She's like, yeah, I can't live with constraints. I was like, okay. All right. I mean, there's always theories about how one wants to govern their own life. I think when you live in a society, you that's the compromise. Is In some ways, you are allowed to live the way you want to. And in other ways, you have to give up certain freedoms or certain ideologies in order or the quote-unquote betterment of the society. And I think that's the experiment of America. And we're seeing the ebbs and flows of it. I think, as you mentioned, with with technology becoming so much more precise, it does quote-unquote take away options because the precision doesn't allow for mistakes to happen within the system Mm -hmm. if there's no mistakes or loopholes or other ways for people to operate outside of this linear equation of a plus b equals c then yeah it starts to feel like you don't have control if a fed now becomes the predominant way that you have to use money that you can no longer get paper money. You can no longer or, or paper money has no more value. You can no longer um, use these different bank cards. You have to all, you have to get a a fed now card that's similar to like a government ID. And this is where all your money resides. 
then yeah, that starts to get a little sketchy and a little scary. And I mean, not saying that it won't end up down that road because again, if they're saying at some point this system is supposed to replace the dollar. Bro, we got too much going on. We got blue check feds. We got fed now. We got Twitter on fucking fire. We got Donald Trump running for his second president. It's a lot going on, bro. I don't know, man. It's too much, man. We got we still got the metaverse looming. We still got that. That that's a thing. Well, the metaverse. Some are saying that it's failing a little oh, bit. Shit. Some are saying you know what else is failing? Bitcoin. Well, all of the digital Crypto, currencies. Yeah, the, yeah, cryptocurrency and uh, what, what what was the other shit? Um, it was a thousand of them. Yeah, god damn, yeah, you're right. Uh, you uh, talking about um uh, uh um NFTs? NFTs. NFTs is a big failure. I feel like all of this shit, bro. Niggas had too much time on their hands when COVID happened. I swear to God, niggas didn't fully fleshed out ideas. They they just threw shit out. Well, everybody, <laughs> I can tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> like it was just throwing the shit. GameStop shit happened, and everybody and a lot of people got rich really quick. Right, and everybody was looking for the next boom as to how to get rich really quick. Right, so. Then it was, and Bitcoin, Bitcoin did at some point surge. Yeah, Bitcoin did surge. I made money off Bitcoin. And NFTs, when they first came out. Niggas it, was make, yeah. That was just the way. I always said there's certain things. There's the stock market and then there's the luxury stock market. Mm. The luxury stock market had to do with some of these digital currencies. And also it had to do with NFTs. Right. There was no guarantee that the NFT. Everybody that tried to explain the NFT never made sense. Yeah, because NFT to, to this day, I got a book on NFTs. I still don't know what the fuck I'm reading. I'm being honest. I know because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Nigga said I know. <laughs> it don't make sense niggas, to most people. Niggas talking about tokens and shit. I'm like, what are you talking it, about, bro? It equals this, and it, what if you hold it? Nigga, this is you uh, made this shit up. Yeah, this is a glorified trading card. It's a glorified trading card. Niggas, like it's a Pokemon. Yeah, that's really what it is. I could walk into this spot, show I got this NFT, and they like, oh, that one's worth a million. So you, you, you somebody. Yeah, you could buy the block. Shut the fuck. Shut yeah, your dumb ass nah, up. I'm I'm just feel bad that a lot of people a lot of people really put money in that and it didn't work out. And, yeah. they, and now niggas is broke. Broke, broke. Yo, Marcus Houston. Uh, so he he went and did an interview. In the, in the interview, he describes that he met his wife when she was seventeen. He was thirty-seven. At the time, it sounds you don't you you don't we don't have to talk about this. Nah, we got to talk about it. Okay, I can't blame if you want to leave. I'm not the man that I was used to. Be. So before you go, listen to my last plea. Are you 17? Damn. So, 37 year old Marcus Houston (laughs) said that, you know what I mean? I was introduced to her through mutual friends. That was my first problem. Mutual friends, my my nigga. What are you talking about? He was so calm. Like, he's like, you're not gonna compare me to Robert. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I'm fighting for my life. He said, you're not catching you're not one of those. Catch you. I'm gonna be calm. Yeah, you're not getting one of those off of me. But he says, mutual friends. Oh God. It's. I get. He's it's, saying that the father was a friend to him or something like that. Did you did you give the father money in the past? 
Were you and the father involved on some business shit when you was coming up? Was this before immature or no? This was way after immature. You thirty seven. This this sounds like what I was talking album. about before. Yeah, this was after the naked out. When when niggas families be trying to get a come up by selling their daughter off, but I ain't gonna put that on them. I can't blame you if you want to leave. I I ain't gonna okay. put. So he says he met her at seventeen. He was like, yeah, you know. I wasn't even looking at her. We ain't, you know, why? Why would I even have? I didn't have any, any reason to interact with her. But through the years, we interacted. Nigga, there's only two years. It's literally only two years, dog. Seventeen plus so, two is nineteen. And you married her at nineteen. And you married her at nineteen. That means you were thirty nine. Nigga, you could have been her dad. You probably are her real father. All right. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> We're losing integrity on the show, yo. But no, oh um. So yeah, seventeen. He he meets. So he claims they didn't have any much interaction. Right. Then. It was just I know of you now. I know that you exist. In the At world. some point, they start to talk. Uh huh. At some point, when he was like, all right, cool. It's my time. And then he spent. She sprinkled Jesus on it, and he said, "It was uh." It was like a spiritual connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, she was into God, and he was into God. He was into them thighs. <laughs> okay, they got, they got, they got kids out this. Okay. And, and and now they married. And now, and now they married. So and apparently, I mean, B two K is where Marcus Houston is from. Am I correct? Marcus Houston is from a group called Immature, who Immature. Then, who then changed their name to IMX. Okay. Right and and he's the lead singer of Immature. Didn't shit happen to them? Shit definitely did happen to Immature. Um, There's a lot of talks of them being touched as little um, boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to be honest, and this information I know I knew about this years ago. So years ago, I was listening to Raz B talk about there was a lot of situations happening because Immature. And the whole Marcus Houston click, um, they kind of like help ushered in B2K. And um, it's interesting because these days you don't see or hear Omarion mention the immature days or he doesn't even mention Marcus Houston. Um, if you guys remember, you got served Marcus Houston and Omarion. B- basically, B2K was in the movie. You got served. We only got one. You got served. So keep that in mind. After you guys served came out, there was um, a whole bunch of other shit that was coming out about Rasby being touched. And to this day, I don't even think it's fully been addressed, um, to be honest. So um, Rasby, if you hear this and get triggered, I apologize um, in advance. Supposedly, people around them was saying that it wasn't true. But other members in the group said it was true. Um, Jay Boog doesn't talk on it as much, but in the past he he said, "Yeah, you know, what I mean, Rasby was touched." Um, I don't know if Marcus Houston was directly involved, but he is aware. Some people even say that he, um, he he was he he could have stopped some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So it it, it 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 gets deep, dog. So I don't know if it's true or not in terms of Marcus Houston playing a role. But in, I, from what I heard, Rasby, I believe, I believe something happened to Rasby. 
And I also feel like there is something wrong with rap, like mentally. Like I, I don't feel like Rasby. Rasby has been off kilter for a few years now. Like to be honest, fighting Ray J and shit and doing all type of shit. Um, so I think the problem is like if I'm keeping it a stack, when you are a sex symbol, you are a walking dollar sign. R and B artists, R and B groups get. In my opinion, get away with far more shit than rappers. Rappers can't sing. If you are a singer and you are on a top selling group or you are a top selling artist and you're likable, remember Marcus Houston was on a family show, Sister Sister. Marcus Houston played Roger, the clown, but in real life, that nigga was Batman, IMX. What makes this a bad look? I know, I know that that sounds like a real generic and he, obvious he, question, but what makes this a bad look? He should have never did this interview. Is so, it the interview or is it the lifestyle? I, I said the interview. Okay. The lifestyle, I don't think Marcus Houston envisioned that he would marry a 19-year-old. I don't think the average nigga, bro, is envisioned. I'm going to marry a 19-year-old. However... The nigga who does that, if you do that, I don't see how you could ever get out of that. I mean, it never leaves your record. But I was about to say that now you like never, even if they break up yeah, and he saying. goes and marries someone right. his own age, you still marry somebody that was nineteen, that was, but that was still considered a young adult. Twenty years your senior. You at this stage in the game probably got over a, a hundred, three hundreds of bodies. Under you in terms of you smashing You doing all type of shit on tour And you are a multi-selling artist You know you're not a regular person You Marcus Houston um, And in a lot of ways He probably groomed that girl As they were like getting to know each other When he married her Because well, he's in his what He's in his 40s now 50s No he's 39 now oh, He's 39 now So within these last two years He was probably grooming the fuck out of her I mean, that part, I, I'm not defending none of this shit, but that is the part where I'm a little... I mean, they got I, a baby out of it, bro. Ain't no ain't no going back, dog. Ain't no going back. That dog. accusation of grooming is always a little touchy to me because okay. unless, unless you actually see the signs of grooming, like the way grooming is described in psychology and um, in that field of like criminology... Grooming is like a serious, serious thing. And I think we've, we've turned it into like this loose allegation of if anybody older is in contact with anybody younger in a romantic way, grooming has to be involved. Now, I'm not talking about that level of old right. and young. I'm right. talking about I've been seeing that if a nigga is 30 and he meets somebody who's 24, like, I, like with the whole Jada... And August Alcina situation, I think August was like twenty three. He needs she some was, milk. Yeah, we gotta pray for him too. She was like, I don't, I don't know how old she was, but she was in her forties. Right. I don't necessarily throw the grooming allegation there because he, in my opinion, was a grown ass man um, dealing with a, a even more grown woman. Red table ain't never been the same since. I don't know if y'all wear that. That's showing evidence. But like 17 and 39, grooming could definitely, or 37, grooming could definitely happen. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not defending any of that. I just always get cautious about that 
term grooming because it normally is like right. something that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Intentional. I don't know if he was intentional about getting with this girl or what? not. I, I don't know what. This is no disrespect to the girl. She's, you know, a beautiful young lady. You know, God bless her and her family. What could he have seen in her at the age that she's at now that he hasn't seen in other women that was his age? Now, that's the problem. To me... I mean, that that's the question. We really got to start asking ourselves, like, what the fuck is going on with your thought process? Yeah, that's the question for me, is, like, why... The 17-year-old Marcus Houston, you could have had anybody. You have, you have, I'm sure there's women to this day that will faint um to see you in their presence. And you decided, and like you said, she's a gorgeous girl. Yeah. He, God he, bless her. He, now he gotta get back in the gym, though. That nigga face look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga look like a black family guy. But it uh, seems to me. Um <laughs> okay. This is how Distinguished tells me to move on, y'all. That's the new way. Niggas start saying shit. Um, Nigga, what time is it, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> Donald Glover says that This Is America started off as a diss track to Drake. Cap. <laughs> bro, bro, have you noticed how many niggas use Drake as a catalyst? Like, seriously. I'm like, yo, y'all either hate this man and if you this man, y'all want to be this man or y'all want this nigga dead. Because I don't get the Drake hate. I don't get it. He also said Tina Fey told him that he was a diversity hire um, when he was on, I think, Community, whatever that, that the show he was on. Now, when I saw that, that to me sounded racist. <laughs> that, that is racist. Ain't no other way to take, bro. I was like, what the I don't f- know if he was saying it as she said it as a joke. Nigga can't be no joke. He ain't say it like that. He said it with a straight face. Nigga, diversity hire sounds what our company has to meet our bottom line, Donald. So to be honest, the only reason why you really got hired is because you're actually black. We didn't have anybody that fit that description. And we wanted to make sure we hit every demographic. Bitch, what? Yeah, we needed a black guy on the hire. I will on the slap the team. shit out of you right now. You need a black guy and That was made. racist as fuck, bro. Oh, 30 Rock. My fault. Not community. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck them niggas. You, know, oh, yeah, you are them. the diversity hire here. Yeah, fuck them. Um Yeah, I mean, I won't call it cat, but I do I do agree with you that it seems like he's throwing Drake's name out there to get some type of attention. But I feel like other people have done it in the past. Mad people doing it. And that. Drake, for the most part, says nothing. He might put up a photo, it might be an indirect, and then he'll just move on. One thing I will say is that when you know, bro, you're very good at something, You, I think at a certain level, you don't even involve yourself with getting upset anymore. You know you've been number one for so fucking long. You know the hate coming, but you know what? You embrace that bitch. You can't respond to everything. First of all You can't respond to everything bro And you shouldn't respond to everything Because everything doesn't need your time energy Nah This is what you should do though Sad pony Hey Yeah Penny X I need someone to be patient with me Someone to get money when I take it from me uh, They don't even need to be as famous as me I don't think I meet them at the places I be But deep down I think about you all day, mommy I know I'm a pit bull, but dolly, mommy I- Yeah, you make a song about it. it 
Just keep adding to your repertoire of uh, songs. I don't know if that is Kim in that picture, but if it is, it's crazy. It definitely looks like Kim in that picture. Um, for him to have um, Kim's voice sampled on the record, and it's interesting because I don't think Kim needed to clear that. Yeah, I don't think Kim needed to clear that. Because he, he, so her voice being sampled was from a show, which either the show had to clear it and or because it was publicized, he didn't have to. Yeah. Yo, Drake, bro. Chess moves out the world. I don't know what, why the chess move was made, but it's definitely a chess move. I don't, he, he don't just do records to do records. This boy be doing records with intentions behind him. Yeah, I mean, it's not his best song. Definitely not his best song. It's, I mean, I, I like how it starts. You know what I mean? I like it. Yeah. I like the song. It's I'm not, not his best be, song. I'm not bumping it all summer though. No, 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 no. I'm bumping. Bump. I'm bumping. I'm still bumping sticky this summer. I'm still bumping that. Um, I would. I would love to see what this means for the summer because if he's dropping now, I presume there's at least two more songs he's dropping summertime. And, and then boom, album. Yeah, we, I, I praise another album. I mean, there's been rumors that he's doing an album with Little Baby, and Little Baby has been in the media lately with uh, Jada. We also mentioned, you know, him and J. Cole look like they're a different him and type J. of Cole close. look like they having fun, dog. So if a J. Cole Drake album come, that would set the world on fire. Bro, we would physically have to be like, you know what? We're gonna be broke for the next two weeks. We gotta take our check and we gotta go. Oh, where's the tours in London? All right, we gotta we gotta go. Yeah, nah, that that will be a moment. If if in time, it's gonna stop everything. Yeah. If if him and J. Cole drop a project, it's over. Bro, that's like, it's like when, it's like when, um, it's like when Nas and Jay Z like rekindled. Yeah, it'll Bro, it'll it stop them. It'll be bad. It'll be bad. Watch the throne. Watch the throne was it stopped everything. Like so, um, yeah that that's gonna be an interesting moment in time. I'm looking forward to see, and I do feel like Drake likes to drop around his birthday, October. Um, and if he's dropping two singles over the summer, which I think he might, that will lead right into October. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see, but yeah, the song isn't the greatest, but it does what it needs to in terms of keeping that Drake sound in your ear, ready for something new to come. Ready for something new to come, man. Um, speaking of ready for something new. So you had, I think you sent me the quote where it said, uh, money attracts the woman you want. No, I sent it to you. Yeah. Money attracts the woman you want, but struggle attracts the woman you need. Yeah. I actually saw that quote like last year, I believe. But when you sent it again, like I was reminded that I, I think that's my life's like, that's like always been a revolving theme in my life. Like, I don't think I've never had the money. To attract the woman I've wanted, I've always encountered the struggle that showed me who's like who's really in my corner. I've always had that woman. I think that's been my life story up until this point right now. Cause I I feel like because of the SOB's performance that I, you know, was able to do with the good brother uh uh Monday passing, things have been changing drastically. Mm. Yeah, seriously. We'll talk about that offline. But yeah, um I think, you know, up until this point. You know, I've dated women who fully embraced me for being ambitious, for being talented, for being, you know, authentic and for, you know, chasing something that 
is actually standing still. Mm. Like my, what I want, I think collectively what we want, you and me in the room, it's not leaving. It's actually like there, like we know how to get to it. We just got to know how to amplify it. Mm-hmm. And like once we know how to like amplify, once we continue to do the work to get it in other people's like radar, we're becoming more associated with not necessarily who we are, but for what we do now is, oh, I, I did. I, I did hear that um, song. Oh, I had no idea you performed on. I say, yo, that's how did you do that? When is your next show? Yo, let me follow you. Yo, let me tune into that. You got a podcast? Let me tune into that. It's like it's like a domino effect. Now, whatever is associated with you, they want to be associated with all the other 10 other things because they was inspired by this one thing. Philly is making a fucking album now mm. off of being on Interception. People are getting, So once you realize that what you want is there it doesn't matter what you need to do to get it it's always going to be there that is why i think most men need to literally focus on their fucking selves and let that woman come to you i don't think most women and you know and this is not me trying to disrespect anybody i've been with i don't think most women that i've been with wanted to see me in struggle mode they wanted to just know, damn, son, when is it going to be a time when you're not fucking struggling? When is it going to be a time when you're not, when, you know, I go out on a date, we go out on a date, you don't have to ask me to cover the bill. Well, I got to give you fucking $40 to put in the gas. I'm pretty sure there's women that I've been with that had those thoughts. They didn't tell me that. They still helped out. But it's a blessing to be with somebody that's like, I know you got this going on. I know you got this event going on. I'll pay for this, bro. That's a blessing. Damn, that you, just, you just summed it up really well. Um, I think in terms of like, I agree with the quote. And I think in terms of what you said, one of the powerful things is when you are struggling, it is hard to be the best version of yourself. Mm. And so your partner rightfully may feel like, I deserve the best version of you. Mm. And I'm not getting that because the amount of struggle that you're going through is making it so that I'm only getting the 30% version or 40% or 50. Um, But as you said, the reciprocity of maybe you're not so much in struggle mode, but your partner would do things that they expect or you expect to do for them. So seeing your partner going through a stressful time at work and you just deciding, yo, I'm going to take you to dinner. You don't got to pay for nothing because I see that you're struggling, you're upset in this, and I'm trying to take that load off of you. And having a partner that does that, I think sometimes as men, at least from my experience, I haven't had many partners. Like me and you kind of have opposite experiences. I've, I've tended to... Maybe give a little too much to people that didn't deserve it. Ain't no problem. Yeah, you did. And then on your end, like you've you've had experiences where people have given to you. Yeah, just and, poured into the kid. Right. 
you know, yeah. and I wouldn't say that you didn't deserve it because I think that you did deserve it. Right. Um. So that's why I say like it's slightly different. Okay. But, um. Yeah. What like how does that impact you when you realize your partner is is pouring into you in the ways? Nigga, when I become super fucking rich, we live. You talking about boy? You- so do you feel like you would go back to even if you're not fucking with some of your previous partners, you would go back and still bless them because of what they did for you, you in the you, past? You you know what? So, uh, somebody might get upset for me saying this, but I I I. I What's so crazy is those are some of the intentions I have. Even the ones that didn't fully accept me. Because I want them to also understand this is not me, quote unquote, blessing you to make you, you know, feel like you deserve it. This is me blessing you to let you know you impacted my life so much. I got nothing but love for you. I want you to remember this, though. Remember this is a small token of my appreciation because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know the difference. Mm. You helped me learn the difference. In the type of partner that you wanted. In the type wanted. of partner that I wanted. You know, I wanted, you know what I mean? But, Out of you, but right. you didn't, for whatever reason, and if it was based off a of struggle, yeah. it's even more of a reason. Even, that, yeah, okay. because, you know, you taught me this. You know, that particular time when one of my partners gave me money to take a particular course to get a certain type of certification, and then we broke up, and then randomly one day, the that partner, now X, was like, I need that money back. But before, it was like, I'll give you this. It wasn't like I'm loaning you this. It was like, no, I'm giving you this. Right. Right. And then you go, ah, add the tax. So give them back what it is they gave you and add a little more. Oh, that's a fact. And that fucked though. That fucked her up. As it should. I was like, the the reaction was crazy. That that fucked her up. For real, for real. Yeah, holist. And and this. <laughs> You know and I mean? we may we don't have to do no type of business no right. more. Lover, financial, nothing, nothing. You know, you know, and and it's crazy because in that moment, I know what that did to her, and in that moment for me, a little bit of the respect was lost. Because mm. I was just like, damn, like when you are with somebody. And you want to be with them. I don't think you're planning on breaking up with them. You might not know how y'all going to make out in like life. Like if there's going to be your actual like person. But I feel like if you really like somebody, I don't really think your intentions is. All right, cool. So I'm trying to trying to break up with them. But when you break up with somebody. I feel like you also see a side of them that had you not broken up, bro, you would have never saw in a relationship. I just think People money be hiding. Money shouldn't have so much of an impact on the relationship. It really does. It's sad. Like I understand that it influences the relationship. I'm not dumb. I'm not naive to the case. But I don't think it should be so impactful that it dictates if we if our relationship is in a positive space or not. Now, that's situational. That's subjective. Cause yes, I I totally understand like if 
I like to go out to dinner and I partly am relying on my partner to have the funds to do that where we can go out often and we can do things often or go on vacation often and they don't have the funds to do it. That would impact the relationship at right. some point right? because it's like, yo, babe, yo, I think we should go to uh, Aruba and it's like, you got, you got two G's for that. And they like, nah, I don't got it. And that happens frequently and often. Yeah, at some point, that's going to impact the relationship in one way or the other. But on the flip side of it, I just don't think that superficial finances, I see finances as a superficial additive to a relationship. Are you a good person? How do you make me feel? Right. How do you treat me? Those are like the, the things that are unbreakable. Like finances, I feel like you can either build them or you can mm-hmm. destroy them. Right. Like something that can be navigated up and down. But Facts. who you are as a core person, if you're a good core person and shit is just fucked up financially, I don't know if I would want to break up with you over that. Right. Unless you like consistently keep fucking up the finances. Like let's say you consistently, we got a joint account, and you consistently fucking up our joint account. Or you consistently just, you know, taking out more than what we agreed that you're right. supposed to be taking out right. this month. Bitch, right. we got to pay for this furniture. Why are you buying that TV? Right, right. At that point, then, we're not on the same page, and we need to figure some shit out. Yeah, I'm going to take my money out. You, you're going to close this shit. It's going to be a, a single joint account after this, bitch. <laughs> I'm a single individual. I'm a single individual. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll talk about Freak Nick and all that other shit another day. Yeah, um, Freak Nick, look, it's looking bad though. It's looking, <laughs> Auntie's about to get exposed. But I think neighborhood definitely, neighborhood talk definitely blocked my uh my comment on their page. But there's gonna be a lot of women that's in the church now, saved. They was hoes. I just don't. They was hoes. I just don't know Sucking if I want dick. my. I don't know if I want my doc from Hulu. I need a freak Nick doc from fucking HBO or or Netflix. Yeah, for Netflix, shit. right? I'm like Hulu. You stepping into doc uh, documentary arena? I mean, but yes, I can't wait, bro. A lot of these fucking judgmental church women about to get exposed. They about to really get exposed. They was sucking dick in the they pool. Was sucking dick in the pool. They was letting people slap their ass for free. Shit, one of them became a stripper that night. It's it's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. now you're gonna see. Miss Mary in the doc who's been telling you, baby, you coming in here and that skirt a little too short. And now you get to look at Miss Mary and say, you was that freak, Nick. Mm-hmm. Freaking and nicking. Freaking and nicking and dicking. <laughs> you was that freak, Nick, dick on a hot dick pick, <laughs> bitch. I read your lips in that little clip. You said, can I suck your dick? Right. I'm going to swallow your kids. Right. You, you ain't, ain't say Jesus is king. Right. <laughs> You didn't say that. <laughs> you, you didn't say he has risen. What? <laughs> you didn't say that. What? You didn't say on the third day. Yo. <laughs> you didn't say 33. Bro. <laughs> right? You didn't say the thief on the cross went to the heaven with him. <laughs> way you may. Clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> Yo. Um. Oh, my God. Let's get into politics because we definitely got to talk about this. Um, two things we got to definitely talk about before we get out of here. The first being the Tennessee Three. Yo. That was the darkest day in American history that yeah. I've seen in a long yeah. period of time. What's so, what's so crazy is um, 
I think a lot of people's mental health went into overdrive like that. There's a lot of things that I feel like has been triggering us within the last two years. I feel like that right there, that's letting you know we 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 on we we on the brink of a civil war, though. We the shit about to get crazy. That triggered the shit out of me, bro. I came home and I just turned on the TV. I didn't know exactly what was going on, and they were covering this expulsion, and they kept saying there are three Democrats within the Tennessee House that are facing being expelled from the um yeah from the house based off of something they did and i was like what the fuck they do right and then i found out they did a protest against gun violence but it was in the well of the house of representatives there and they decided to expel them from for that and then i'm watching they had already expelled justin they he they did the vote and they they decided to expel him um the white lady i can't remember her name right now um she was on the floor and she didn't get expelled mm. and i was like okay and it was the last justin um justin pearson mm-hmm. he was on the floor and they were he was doing his speeches and that's what stopped me i was like oh this he's next he's next up like i don't i don't know what he next up for but they're grooming they're going to groom him to be somebody's powerful speaker um and so he was on the floor, and then they expelled him. Right when they expelled him, that's when I was. That's like, when I was. I know like, what time it is. Y'all niggas getting me fucked up right now. Y'all yeah. got me all the yeah. way fucked up. Yeah, I know. We're going to we're going to lynch the two black people in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to save the we're white save woman the white by woman. hair mm-hmm. to just let everybody know what time this is. Right now, y'all still boys to us. Y'all still little boys. That shit was crazy, bro. That that was crazy. Um, I think um. Again, <clears throat> when I see shit like that, honestly, that just also just like really like that makes me tap back into my Black Panther party. But like, yo, we need to create our own party. Like all this trying to be a part of their clique, be a part of this thing that was was already established because we're going to get our feelings hurt in the end. We, we're going to be upset. We're going to feel like we got had. We're going to feel like... um you know, we thought we were doing something good. We thought we were doing something American. We thought we were doing something that our Bill of Rights said we could do. I guess we can't because of this to this day. It doesn't feel like this division in America is getting any better. Nah, nah. And it doesn't feel like it's on a path to get better. Nah, the racial divide is real, dog. Real. I think it's, I mean, the racial divide is part of it, but I think it's beyond that. I just think that they're, on it's becoming multi-leveled now you got the um there was a pill that was approved by the fda that the texas uh i think it's a circuit court uh decided was um that they that it was not approved they rejected Mm. their approval Mm. and it's triggering like a national ban of this pill um for abortion so essentially it's going down the road of a national ban on abortion. At some point what they're saying is they are trying to make a national ban they're using this pill as one of the ways to do it. We are divided on really basic simple 
shit, guns. Fucking if you can get an abortion or not. We're divided on what is considered policy. And a lot of it comes from. Originally, it was just we need to be an alternative party to this party to to show people that. In order to put us in power, we got these plans. There are no plans being spoken about. There's just culture shit that doesn't affect anybody's day to day. It only affects how you feel about yourself. Whether as a white man, you want to have a country where a woman can choose whether she wants to have an abortion or not, or whether you want to have a bunch of black people in the House of Representatives. You got gerrymandering going on these maps where it just will always keep Republicans in power. There's a lot of shit going on that is beyond we can talk it out and we actually looking for the best policy. We're actually looking for the best solution and more so about how do we keep power? I don't give a fuck about who you fucking. Mm. That should not be something that we're debating on national stages in terms of who should lead the country or not. There's a, there's a, there's a law that just got passed. I forgot in, in, in one of these countries where basically if you're not married to the person that you're with, you two cannot be seen living in the same house and or being like shacked up. If you are, one of y'all going to jail. Yeah. I was I, like, oh, nah. It was Bali or Indonesia or something like bro, that. We gonna, bro, we're going to a different place now. I feel like governments worldwide are trying to control people too much, bro. Especially, especially women. Authoritarian is becoming very yeah, authoritarian like, out there. What is what is happening? And like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, and for those who keep calling for crazy. the downfall of America because they saw a a meme that was set up for you to feel like, oh my gosh, BRICS is ditching the dollar. First of all, shit like that happens all the time. It's not the end of the world. Right. But second of all, y'all don't want to see a world where America is not a superpower. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. America yeah, yeah. is dirt. America is trash. We got a lot of problems with America. But y'all don't want to see what it's like when an authoritarian country or a group of authoritarian take over. countries take over and start to influence the way the world works. Britain going to be like, all right, starting over. Um, this block, we about to build a commercial property. You got two months to move. America does a lot of fucked up shit and we are on the road to authoritarianism and that's what the issue is. Right. But it's way better than some of these other niggas coming through and rolling through. Um what's the tough knot, broski? Uh I strongly believe that in order for you to live a good and decent life. You need to debunk and denounce everything you were taught about what that means and what that quote unquote look like on TV, because the only way you're going to have the life that you want, you got to actually be in the driver's seat. You can't be looking at a, a, a fucking blimp on a plane. You can't be listening to what someone, someone else said on how nah. you got to be actually driving Behind the wheel You gotta be operating the vehicle uh, Dad would say In conjunction with that Happiness Cannot be determined By society Or what others 
dictated to be. Your happiness can only be determined by yourself and by what you like. Attempting to live to the standards of other people will leave you unsatisfied each and every time. Um, And I feel like we are in a place, especially with social media at the helm, where people are attempting to create their happiness off of superficial means and visions and pictures of what others are doing. And in doing so, freak Nick about to get crazy. I'm sorry. In doing so, they are causing themselves unhappiness because they're trying to fit a mold that they don't fit and doesn't exist for them. Another episode of that had some bow ties.